Welcome to the book reading program of 3ABN Australia Radio. Does your faith need a boost? Do you think that miracles only happened in Bible times? Think again. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Koval Smith. This story is entitled, Prayer Paves a Way. Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. It was already late, and the sun was setting as we received the call. A young boy, eight years old, was climbing at the top of a kamito tree, trying to get the ripe fruit where the sun gets to it first. They tell me he was about 10 metres up, about 30 feet, when the thin branch he was standing on gave way. He banged against the branches in passing as he fell all the way to the ground below. Sadly, at the base of the tree, there was stubble left from cleaning up the underbrush with machete. He landed on a one-inch thick stump that was still sticking up about four inches from the ground and this pierced his little abdomen and entered his intestines. After a couple of days paddling downstream from their village, the young boy's father was able to get him to Amakiria seeking medical help. The medical outpost there is like most in the jungle, little better than a first aid station with a local man trying to help as he can. Praise the Lord, our missionary to this district was home and not away visiting his many villages. He was told about the emergency and called me, as I had mentioned, but it was too late to do anything more than pray and wait out the night. The weather was rainy and very overcast. As I woke up the next morning, I couldn't fly out. We watched and waited an excruciating five hours until the clouds broke and the weather was good enough to take off. I confirmed the weather in Amakiria and left, praying that the boy was holding on. It's about 50 minutes by air or a day and a half by boat to this village. As I approached, I noticed that the wind was strong right across the runway. I made a low pass to get a feel for it. Most of the runways are just the main strip in the middle of the village. There were houses and buildings on both sides and from experience, I knew the south side of this strip was pretty rough. Praying the whole time that God would open the way, I made one more pass before deciding that I could come in a little fast to get below the trees and roof lines without hitting anything. I normally don't take such chances, but I believed God was making the way to save this little boy's life. Unfortunately, the runway was wetter than I had expected. Still praying, I asked God what to do. I was too slow to take off again and sure that I was too fast to stop before falling into the flood stage river. God spoke to my mind. Don't ask me how, but in an instant, I knew it was better 
to hit a hut than to enter the river. The plane skidded around almost 180 degrees, stopping just 15 feet from the riverbank, having touched nothing. Our loving Father's hand is mighty to save. With my heart pounding, I mustered all the calm I could and climbed out of the plane to get the boy and his father and head back to base. I knew that if I looked nervous, perhaps they wouldn't come. They told me that the wind had picked up just 10 minutes before my arrival and the weather had been good up until that point. The boy was barely conscious. I made a quick call back to base and my wife confirmed the weather was improving. So we loaded and away we went. Within 15 to 18 miles from home, I usually have cell phone coverage and called again to let my wife know we were almost home. She told me there was lightning in the distance, but otherwise the clouds and wind were okay. Again, within 10 minutes of arrival, everything changed. The clouds blew in and shut us off from the ground. By GPS and our VOR radio receiver, I knew where I was but could not see the ground to land. Pukalpa, Tower, asked my intentions, but they were closed for cloud height as well. Our base was just a little more than two miles from the Pukalpa airport. Things were not looking good, but I was still praying. We flew over where the base should be, but couldn't see the ground. I flew a rough pattern three times around, praying for an opening. And as I turned toward the base on the third time around, the clouds broke in a line just over the runway. Praise the Lord! We had a visual approach and peaceful landing. We loaded the boy and his father in our little truck and rushed off to the hospital. Today, this little boy is happy and healthy and our Bible worker is free to work in their village. I firmly believe the devil was trying his best to kill me that day and put a halt to this work. But my God is powerful and hears the prayers of his children. Amen. A reflection associated with this story comes from The Ministry of Healing, page 232. God has put it in our power to obtain a knowledge of the laws of life. This knowledge has been placed within our reach for use. We should employ every facility for the restoration of health, taking every advantage possible, working in harmony with natural laws. When we have prayed for the recovery of the sick, we can work with all the more energy thanking God that we have the privilege of cooperating with Him and asking His blessing on the means which He Himself has provided. Prayer Paves a Way was written by Christopher Borsheding, who is the local director for Peru Projects. This experience told by Eli, the Bible worker, took place in June 2014. You can visit peruprojects.com for more information. 
You've been listening to the book reading program by 3ABN Australia Radio, featuring Get Ready for a Miracle. For more information about this book, visit remnantpublications.com. Thank you.